Welcome everybody to Seeking God's Truth, where we take everyday learning of the Bible and apply it to modern day science and psychology. I'm your host, Carlos Hernandez. As you might have noticed, I've taken the week off last week from recording. That is because I was struggling with not only this episode, but with some other personal issues in my life. As I continue with this episode, you will notice how that we have to sometimes say goodbye to certain people in our lives, even if we love them dearly. So let's continue with Romans 12, 4-14. In the previous episodes, we noticed that our community is made up of not only the people that we love, but also people that we are coming in close contact with. And we know that every member in our community has their own purpose and spiritual gifts and also every member in the community has their own special purpose and without that purpose we need to use our own spiritual gift to find that purpose this episode is going to be concentrating on the family members and the friends that we consider family members when we think of family there's three units of family that we can think of there's the house of god there's the family members we're born to and the friends that we consider family members for a religious family, we consider that God and Jesus are the head of our house. In 1 John 19, John said, We love him because he loved us first. John was declaring that the heart of every true follower was the love of God. Not only does this declare our love for Christ, but also his love for us. This also tells us where our love comes from. Now we can think about our regular family as in, they're members of a two-parent family. Webster's Dictionary defines family as, The basic unit in a society traditionally consisting of two parents rearing their children, typically consisting of spouse and their children, and also a group of people of a common ancestry, or united by a certain conviction or a common affliction. Notice how the first two definitions focus on the traditional family unit. The third definition, though, focuses on a more broader aspect, focusing on relatives, friends, and possible church members. Current closeness of family members has changed over time. Only 33% of family members think they're closer than they are when they grew up. An astonishing 45% think they're the same, and a 25% think they're less closer. I believe personally that these are probably grossly inflated, because some people do not want to look bad in front of others, while others will answer according to the way they want the surveyor wants them to rate. Forbes had reported that 10% of mothers have been estranged from their one adult children. An astonishing 40% of mothers have been estranged from their child at least one time in their life. We think of family members as those that are blood related, such as our uncles, aunts, grandparents, and others. But do we really call them in times of need? How close are we to our actual blood related family members? Can we call them in need? Will they be there if we need money? Will they be there if if we need to vent? Or will they backstab us if we tell them something? Unfortunately, just because they're your blood related doesn't mean they're actual family members in the traditional sense. Then begs the question, is family more than blood? Friends can be considered family when when they are there for you in the time of need. The closest of friends can form a family on its own, such as the military or even church family. Usually, close friends are there for you in a time of need. The best part of choosing your friends to be part of your family is the fact that you get to choose them to be in your life. Unfortunately, it is also easy to end the relationship if the relationship has run its course. So let's talk a little bit more about our God, our Father. God is our Father first above all. We know that Jesus loved us based on the love his Father, God, had for him. John 15:9. As the Father loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Jesus was speaking to his disciples in the love according to the love of God. 
Jesus loved his disciples by teaching them, guiding them, protecting them, sacrificially serving them, and using his power and authority to do these things. And the Father God did these things to Jesus in the same way. This lets us know three things. God is the Father of Jesus. Jesus is the head of man, so that makes God our Heavenly Father. I may speak about this in a different episode and go more in detail. But for now, we're going to go to 2 Corinthians 6.18. It says, I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. This is separating us from the worldly influences and establishes a relationship between God. For God is our Heavenly Father, and we are His sons and daughters. We also know that Christ and God are the head of any home. As stated in 1 Corinthians 11.3, Paul wrote, But I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, the head of every woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Paul makes it clear that God has established principles of order, authority, and accountability. Paul was using head as in the source, not as in ruling over. But Paul was also not saying that man came from Jesus because it was clear that man came from woman. That man seeks the knowledge of Jesus, not that they came from Jesus. So this shows us that Jesus is the head of man and man is the head of woman and, and God is the head of Christ. Women can display two different attitudes from the scripture. The first attitude is the rebelliousness to win over. We are not trying to imply that women are inferior. And when God calls women to serve under men, it is also not because women are inferior to men. It is because God expects different things from both men and women. The other attitude that women might have is showing loving submission to him as an equal. God looks for volunteer submission from men, and he expects the same from both men and women. As we first look into family relationships, we look at blood-related family members and bonds. We usually try to think as blood is thicker than water, but is it really? Some members form a tight bond, especially during troubling times, while others separate on based on feelings and self-preservation. Over the course of the past 20 years or more, family members have grown further apart based upon politics and social media. We tend to think of family members as our blood-related members, but how should we treat our family members? We see that the fifth commandment of Exodus 20:12, Honor your father and mother so you will live long in the land your God is giving you. I mentioned this in my series of the Ten Commandments. This is a commandment that was given to Moses from God, saying that children should obey their families as the building blocks of society. And if children obeyed their parents, they would live long in the land that the Lord promised them. This commandment was holding children accountable, but it pleased God if the children obeyed him. As written in Colossians 2, 20-21, Children, obey your parents, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. This scripture was saying that children should be obey God because it pleased him. And fathers should not try to cause children to anger because this will cause your children to be discouraged to obeying them. In most traditional houses, the father is the head of the household. According to 1 Timothy 3, 4, he must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him. He must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. This brings in Colossians chapter 2, verse 20 through 21, and Exodus 20, verse 12, because the father must manage the family in an appropriate and respectful manner. This allows the children the ability to obey their father. The manner of management is to be in the full respect of the family and God. Though in many aspects of modern times, women have taken over the head of the household, 
Both men and women have to have some kind of common ground when it comes to rearing children. Fathers are the managers of the family, but the mothers are the foundations of the family. The family cannot exist without the mother. The Bible tells us that men are the head of the household, but it's women that run the house. They provide us the one thing that fathers do not provide, is that comfort and care. Isaiah 66:13. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you, and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. This tells us as a mother comforts her child and others covered elders, the Lord will protect us and comfort us in heaven. We also know that children must listen to their fathers, but they also need to know that they need to listen to their mothers too. For in the Bible we see that the parents' words carry a lot of weight. Proverbs 6.20 My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teachings. This Proverbs was saying that obeying your parents will lead you to a path of goodness and generosity. And that both parents have lessons to teach their children and both lessons are important to the child's life. Love for our extended family is just as important as our faith. In 1 Timothy 5.8, anyone who does not provide for their relatives, and especially for their own household, has denied the faith and is worse than a non-believer. This is a very powerful statement because I had to deal with a lot of this with my own family members. Though I love them, I had to separate from them because they don't obey this scripture. It's because God's normal way of providing for the needy is not normally through the local congregation, but through hard work, which I think a lot of people forget. So Paul was emphasizing that the father must provide for all members for his family, including his relatives, and he must do so all he can and with all his ability. If the father would minimize his efforts or works to help his family members, then that would be worse than a non-believer or the unfaithful. Now let's move on to our friends that we love dearly. Friends provide us a good source of family when our original family fails us. Friends are those family members that are typically our chosen. Sometimes these bonds can be tighter than family bonds. When I was in the service, I formed close bonds to those who I served with, many of which I still talk to to this day. Friendships take more effort to form and they are more rewarding in the end. As we can see in Proverbs 17:17, 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity meaning the friend will stand by you during the good times but sometimes a friend can remain a friend if they do not stand next to you during the rough times but a friend can become a brother or sister if they stand next to you during the tough times difficult times tell you what kind of person someone really is in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 through 10 it says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. Pity anyone who falls and has no one to pick, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Simply saying that two people working together cooperatively can produce a better outcome than working alone. This obviously keeps the two individuals accountable for what they need to be done, and if one falls, the other can be there to pick up for them. The important lesson here is to know that if there's no one there to help you in the time of need, then you're a fool for not asking for help in the end. Sometimes this lesson I have to think to myself sometimes because I don't ask for help for a lot of things. Friendships are there to keep us from falling into pits. And if we do fall into pits, they're there to help us out of it and to keep us from falling down into immorality. Sometimes in a relationship, there are someone that's going to give more effort into the relationship than the other person. That might be because one person might want something out of the relationship or it might just be one-sided relationship. Regardless if it's a family member or a friendship, you have to know when to cut the ties. 
including dealing with family members because it is quite difficult. I have had to deal with it on numerous occasions. As it says in Colossians 3.13, Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. We are told to be forgiven to one another after the patterns of Jesus' forgiveness towards us. Understanding the way that Jesus forgave us makes it easier for us to be more generous with our forgiveness and nothing less. The Lord has forgiven us and will always forgive us for our sins. So because the Lord has forgiven our sins, we should also forgive other people for what they have done to us. And you need to know that for an individual purpose, you must forgive the person that caused you harm. Forgiveness is not for the person that hurt you. It's for yourself and for the healing process to begin. Because you cannot change the actions that a person does. You can only change what, how you react to that person's reaction. Proverbs 11.29 also tells us, Whoever brings ruin on their family will inherit only wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise. So to bring trouble onto the family is to prepare for a future full of storms and difficulties. The meaning behind to inherit the wind is to have future storm and trouble, and that only the fools will be servants to the wise because the wise are blessed by God. And God lifts the hearts of the wise. Also, when those show us strife, we must also show them kindness. Job 6.14 Anyone who withholds kindness from a friend forsakes the fear of the Almighty. Job was making it clear that you should not withhold kindness, even with those who are forsaking the fear of Almighty. As we can see, family is the most important unit in our society. It is the one thing that we interact with our lives daily. Most of our time, our family does not look perfect in the public eye. We have our fights, we have our squabbles but it's still our family as david said in psalms chapter 133 verse 1 behold how good and pleasant it is when brother dwell in unity when david was using behold he was drawing attention to the importance of what is to follow and that attention was drawn to the unity among people of god placing both friends and family relationships in unity are good and pleasant friendships in our family are just as important as our blood relatives just like in every other relationships family members can fail us too. As stated in Romans 12:10, love one another with brotherly affection, outdoing one another in showing honor. This tells us that we should love one another and not show cold feelings towards one another. And in doing so, we should be genuine about our love and honor those people we are serving. This is one of those times in the Bible where it tells us to compete with one another, but it's not to be better than another person, but it's to show our love towards another person. If relationships, friends, or family cause us any issues, we should always offer forgiveness. This is because we always put more into a relationship than what we get out of it. So we don't need to show hate towards the person. We have to just show forgiveness. In 1 Peter 4, 8 through 10, it says, Above all, keep loving one another and earnestly, since love covers a magnitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling, as each received the gift. Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. So as we wrap this episode up, I just want you to realize that most family members are not always your blood relatives. Those that you can call your family are those that, that are with you in the tough times. For the next episode, we're going to dive a little bit into the relationship between spouses. I want to say thank you for listening. You can contact me at sgodstruth at outlook.com on twitter at s god's truth or you can search for me on facebook at seeking god's truth so drop a message and let me know how it was be afraid to tell me what i can improve on and what can i um do more for the show and an idea for an episode thank you and god bless